Hello everyone, welcome back to the Undiluted Word podcast. I am Dara Dara, your host. First and foremost, Happy New Year. We are in the year 2021. I don't know what day you're listening to this, or maybe it's February and you're listening to this, but this is the first time you're hearing from me this year. So Happy New Year. I hope you and your family and loved ones are all doing well and the year has been off to a good start. This episode is entitled Roses are Red, God is on my side, in 2021 I want to be dot dot dot. Where the money resides, where the money resides, where the money resides. Okay, (laughs) Um, you may or may not have heard this video that has gone viral over the last month or so and this got me thinking, it really got me thinking about life in general I guess. (laughs) Um, As usual on social media a lot of people have now taken on this term as their aim for the year and everyone's just put in captions I want to be where the money resides and honestly speaking I have to say I'm quite concerned with how our society seems to be quite obsessed with the acquisition of money um, amongst other materialistic things whether it be clothing or shoes or whatever it may be I don't know you name it. But don't get me wrong, I think it's good to have good things, it's good to have um, nice things, and certainly God also wants the best for us. But I do think that there is certainly more to this life than just having money and good things. You may or may not agree with me on that, but please hear me out for the rest of this episode. I do hope that this episode will be enlightening, educating and encouraging. A lot of people will disagree with the phrase money can't buy you happiness. I've had several discussions in which people have tried to convince me otherwise that money can buy happiness. However, I'm yet to be convinced. Yes, money, I think, can help achieve things um, that can make you happy and can achieve happiness to an extent. But I was doing a little bit of research, as I usually like to do, and there was this entrepreneur who interviewed 21 billionaires and talked to them about their lives. After interviewing them, he discovered that billionaires appreciate the simple things of life and find their happiness outside of being rich. After all, if you really think about it, being a billionaire doesn't protect someone from tragedies such as loss of a loved one or from contracting illnesses. Money, at the end of the day, cannot buy you happiness. It cannot buy you the love of your friends and family. Sometimes it can even drive them away because of this love and excessive drive towards money. However, don't get me wrong. Having money has enabled me to do the things that I enjoy doing. For example, going on holidays, eating out at restaurants, which you already know I love a lot. Um, Buying clothes when I want to. However... There comes a time when the holiday ends, reality begins again, um, the food is digested and excreted, (laughs) and then the clothes get worn out or maybe they become out of fashion. And to an extent, you can say the cause of that happiness has then halted and it was just linked to a happening, something occurring. And as Christians, when we fall into this trap of thinking that being where the money resides, in quotation marks, is what would bring us happiness, we conform our thoughts to the thoughts of the society we are living in. And of course, I'm not a millionaire or I don't have thousands of thousands of pounds in my bank account, but I can truly say that I am happy 
and I have joy. And in 2021, there's somewhere else I'd rather be than where the money resides. Then where the money resides and the money resides where the money resides. I'm sorry, that is literally in my head now. But um, yes, I'll share with you a concept in terms of where our place of residence should be in 2021. Over the years, I'm sure you've probably come across several Psalms because that book is hefty. And there's some Psalms that you keep hearing repetitively a lot of the times, maybe Psalm 119, Psalm 23 about the Lord is our shepherd. Today, I'd like to talk about Psalm 91. And this is a Psalm that I've come to fall in love with over the years. I've had family members send it to me maybe when I'm traveling and they say, um, read this and profess it, maybe pray it over your life as well. I remember at the start of the pandemic last year when I was with my family, it was basically a daily bread. We were reading and reciting this particular Psalm. And I'm going to just read it to you now in your hearing. Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. If there's a psalm that you should learn or try and memorize, or if you want to memorize a psalm this year, this should be the one. It's pretty long, but it definitely has a lot of gems in that passage. Overall, the theme that is revealed in this psalm is that God promises security and safety when in danger. He does not promise us a world without danger because that is simply unrealistic. But he promises to help us when we are faced with danger. I want you to picture an eagle which spreads its wings to protect its young. In the same way, we have this metaphor of God being described as a tender, loving and caring father that uses his metaphorical feathers to cover us, his children. Firstly, we're promise protection from the snare of the fowler. These are traps that are set up for your downfall, those that you probably don't see because um, a fowler, for example, is someone who catches birds. This person needs to be quiet and quite secretive so that the birds don't catch on to what is actually going on. And so in this way, you can be deceived and this then leads to your downfall. 
However, we are promised protection. If you dwell with God, you will not be deceived by Satan or those people around you that want to deceive you. Your eyes will be opened to see these traps ahead of you. Secondly, we're promised protection from deadly pestilence. Pestilence is a posh way of describing a contagious disease, (laughs) corona. So if you dwell with God, we are promised this protection from these terrible conditions and health conditions. He acts as a shield for us during pandemics. This is not an absolute promise for everyone in every circumstance. So it does not mean that those who have maybe lost their lives um, due to health conditions or maybe diseases or plagues, it doesn't mean that they didn't dwell with God. But it does mean that as believers, generally, there's this provision for protection. And we can see times when God has been delivering us from dangers as we continue to place our trust in him. Thirdly, we are promised peace of mind. He says, it says, shall not fear. Even though there are numerous reasons to be fearful, when you dwell with God, he gives you strength and courage so that your fears will not have complete rule over you. And I know how crippling fear can be. And I've heard somewhere, um, there's a quote that says, fear is false evidence appearing real. And what happens when fear grips you is that you become paralyzed and you don't move in the direction that you ought to move into. But this psalm is telling us that God gives you that strength and courage. So even when you are faced with fearful things, you are able to still have that peace of mind and you remain calm during those troubles because you know God is with you. So those are three main things so far in terms of protection. Snare of the fowler, deadly pestilence and just general, generally being fearful. True safety can only be found in God and I cannot stress this enough. The society that we live in fools us into thinking that we can find safety in our possessions. Hence this whole um, viral chant, if you want to call it that, saying where the money resides is where people want to be. So... We're fooled into thinking that happiness can be um, found when we have money or that the figures in our bank accounts, our jobs, our degrees, our friends and loved ones um, can grant us this safety. But the reality is that these supposed safety nets do not provide a foolproof safety because people disappoint, people get let off their jobs. things their struggles are around when you when you are doing your degrees nothing is ever as it seems we are vulnerable to all sorts of harm and danger whether it be emotional or physical however if we want to take this a little bit further the calamities in this life ultimately cannot harm us because through Christ and what he did on the cross we already have victory meaning everything has been overruled for good even though bad things are happening to us It all happens for our good. Death is sad. It is horrible. Um, But in view of eternity and having that eternal perspective or eternal goggles put on, you realise that death brings us closer to our reward in heaven. And so essentially you can call it a gain. So let's go back to the start. Roses are red. God is on my side. In 2021, I want to be under his wings. 
In Psalm 91 verse 4, we are told, He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. I want us to focus on the word refuge. The definition for refuge is the state of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger or difficulty. The shadow of God's wings or his wings is repeated several times across the Bible. So this is not just an isolated concept. Let me tell you what is so special about being in the shadow of God's wings. Dwelling in the shadow has connotations of close companionship. You can only be in a shadow if you're really close to the object. So we must be near God to have his shadow on us. The fruit of being under this shadow of God's wings are peace, protection, joy, goodness, mercy, grace, comfort, care. He bestows so many blessings onto us when we are under his wings. What a blessed place to reside in. To experience these blessings, we must place our trust, all our trust, our full trust in God. Because there is no protection for the young eagle that decides that it wants to stray away from the nest or from under its mother's wings when there is danger. At the end of this psalm, God speaks of promises and blessings he gives to those who choose to love him. He says, because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him or her in trouble. I will deliver her or him and honour him or her. With long life, I will satisfy him or her and show him or her my salvation. And so I ask you today, have you chosen to love God? In the year 2021, are you going to love God more than the things that this life has to offer? Are you going to love God by spending time with him, listening to him, reading about him, adoring him, thinking about him like you think of those you love? Speaking to him late into the night, speaking to others about him with joy in your face and excitement, giving and happily making sacrifices to him and for him. Think about the ways in which you are going to show that you love God. As believers, we miss out on numerous blessings because we would rather chase the things that God has created, such as money and declare that we would be where the money resides than choosing to chase after God, the creator, and trust in him as we should. And that's quite unfortunate because then by living like that, as I said earlier, we're conformed to the ways of the world and the way that they think. And as I have said in the previous episode, we are not to be conformed to the ways of this world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And this concept of being renewed of the mind also involves us knowing that our security in this world is not to do with our possessions but more to do with this our relationship with God and what he has promised that he will do for us as long as we decide to show that we love him and this relationship with him produces so much more benefits than we can ever think or ask or imagine And that is why I would rather choose to not be where the money resides, but to choose to actually be under his wings. Because I know when I'm under his wings, there is safety, there is refuge. And so there is no need for me to fret 
about what's going to happen tomorrow, money doesn't really phase me like like it does to people in the world and of the world. David Guzik's Bible commentary explained that when we choose to reside under the shadow of his wings, we receive the blessing of God's presence, protection, promotion, prosperity and preservation. And so I just want to leave you with this last statement. God is saying to you today, I'll be with you in time of trouble. I will answer you. I will deliver you. I will honour you. I will give you long life and I will show you my salvation. And in response, he's asking us to love him and to trust him. What is your response? The undiluted take-home point for today is that God promises us security and safety even in a world filled with danger. But we need to be willing to accept this invitation of close companionship by acknowledging who God is, calling on him, actively choosing to love him, and then we'll be able to reap the benefits of such a close companionship. So my prayer for us all is that we do decide to develop that closer relationship and companionship with God rather than chasing the things of this world, especially as we've started a new year. So that's the end of this bonus episode. And as always, follow, follow, follow the undiluted word underscore on Instagram. That is the undiluted word underscore. I've just released an IGTV video on six tips that you can use to prepare the year ahead. And I'm sure that will be a blessing to you or to other people that you know of as well. And tell your friends and family if you've been blessed by this episode share the word around with others as well. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please remember to leave a review behind so that other people can also see this and be blessed by the word as well. Also subscribe or follow the podcast on whatever platform you follow so you don't miss future episodes. I've written up a blog post with regards to this topic that I've just shared with you called Roses Are Red, God Is On My Side In 2021, I Wanna Be Dot Dot Dot. So share it amongst those that don't really fancy listening to podcasts as well, just so that they don't miss out on this blessing. I always look forward to hearing your feedback and your comments about the episode. So feel free to send me a message. Till you hear from me next time, stay blessed. Bye-bye.